Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings, everyone, and welcome on board On The Mark. I'm your host, Mark Lawrence. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. I beat you to the punch today. Your lovely bride. Who would uh, jump off the new bridge? I think the bride is a little out of date, considering we've been married for 50, close to 57, 57 years. 57 years. Wow, <laughs> super duper. Hey, and you're the head of the police department in your community. We, your police were handing out candy last night. Tell me well, about the, that. Our police department has always done that on trick-or-treat night. They okay. hand, hand out candy to the kids. And they it's drive just, around, make sure kids are make safe. Make sure and kids so are safe and hand out candy. All right, well, Joe's in the kitchen hiding under the table. He doesn't want any trick-or-treaters. Everybody else was. No, I was waiting for the police car to go by. I was <laughs> okay. hoping to get some candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed out front somebody put some um, Reese's peanut butter cups out there. I'm oh, like, did they? Well, that's, Holy uh, that's pretty qu- that's quality stuff, buddy. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's the most sought-after Halloween candy there uh, is. M&M's. I like M&M's. Yeah, do you? Okay, yep. noted. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Going to start out with a U.S. congressional candidate, Amanda. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for having me on the show. I think she has a last name, too, don't you think? Uh, yep. Amanda <laughs> Waldman is the Democratic candidate for U.S. Congress in the 9th District, and uh, she's hoping to unseat Congressman Muser, and uh, you can find more information about her at Waldman for the numeral 4PA.com. Amanda, we'll give you an open mic to introduce yourself to our audience. Tell us who you are and about your campaign, please. I'm Amanda Waldman. I'm a lifelong resident of Lycoming County. I grew up on what remains of my grandparents' farm. Um, my family bought up pieces and, and built houses um, on small sections and spent my whole life here. I am a public servant. I'm not a politician. I worked in Harrisburg in 2008 as an intern in an office and said I would never come back to politics. Um, I didn't appreciate the greed, the corruption, the lobbyists walking down the hallway with politicians who walk in to session, cast a vote, while constituents sat in their offices. Um, fast forward to 2020, and I realized I had done the wrong thing by becoming apathetic to politics. Um, I decided to run in 2020 for a House seat because I was noticing the deterioration of my communities, um, the camaraderie, the, the friendliness, the kindness, and I wanted to run. Now I'm surrounded, I'm, I'm a blue dot in a very red sea here, and that never mattered when we had picnics at each other's houses, our kids all play together, um, we go to school together. So I'm, I'm running to try and reunite us, not around a political ideology, I'm not much of a, um, a partisan speaker. <laughs> I try and learn something new from every single person that I meet, Republican, Democrat, Independent, whatever. Um, 
and I found that I've gained new perspectives and learned new things just by having a conversation with complete strangers. This is a tough district for a Democrat to win. How do you propose to uh, overcome those astronomical odds? By focusing on the people. I'm not... I'm not a finger pointer. I'm not going to point at the Republican Party and be like, they did all this. You know, President Trump is at fault for that. We're elected to do the work of the people. And what the people are tired of is listening to people play the blame game. Not a single one of us gets to do, you know, be hired for a job and then blame our boss because our work didn't get done. We don't blame the person working in the queue group beside us because our work didn't get done. We're held responsible for our own work. And our, our elected officials need to do the same thing. Um, and they're not. They haven't been. We haven't been holding them accountable. We started electing people based on a letter of the alphabet. You know, R for Republican, D for Democrat. And we need to stop doing that. We need to start actually electing the people who want to do the work for everyone, not for a political party, not for a political spokesman, not for power, not for greed, but because the work needs to be done. Well, the work is certainly something that needs to be done. Now, can you possibly uh, give us some great reasons why President Biden's policies have been so good for this district and for the country? Because, quite frankly, we're seeing a ton of inflation. We're seeing a lot of problems, an open border. Where do you stand on issues like that? So, inflation. We'll start with this one. The inflation, remember when gas prices started rising and there were a lot of stories about you know, is the Fed going to raise interest rates? When's the Fed going to raise interest rates? Why aren't they raising interest rates? The the original cause, the initial fire, I suppose, for the inflation was gas production, oil production. In April of 2020, President Trump went to Saudi Arabia, brokered a deal with Saudi Arabia and our OPEC nations and American producers to decrease the production of oil by 10 million barrels a day that increased by the end of, of that month to 20 million barrels and that had to be done that was a good move this isn't a finger pointing blame in 2020 our economy our businesses everything shut down because of covid and if you remember the price of gasoline started rapidly dropping the price of a, a barrel of oil was next to nothing so we had to stabilize the market so that needed to be done Fast forward two years, our economy is reopened. We're back in business. People are back to work. The demand for gasoline has gone up. Production is still not where it was prior to COVID, prior to the shutdown. Why? We are in a supply and demand economy. When demand goes up, supply is supposed to increase, and it has yet to do so. April of 2022, President Biden went to Saudi Arabia to try and broker the same deal to increase production back to pre-COVID levels. In tandem with that visit was a House resolution. That is sitting in the Foreign Affairs Committee. It has been sitting there since May of 2022. It has never been brought up for a discussion. It's not been returned to the floor for a vote. It's been tabled. Um, 
Okay, so let me and stop you there. You know, energy policy is yeah. a factor. Biden administration's then, working on it. Yeah, so we, we never increased production. Now we have the, the supply chain issues and a backup in getting goods to where they need to be. All right, that what about, is what, uh, you know, shot our inflation up. Then we started rising interest, raising interest rates, and we still don't have the, the oil production to meet the need. We did work on opening up the ports, getting more of the shipping containers in, but our infrastructure has been so poor for so long, we're having trouble transporting it now to the center of the country. So I support some of the, the Biden initiatives. I support the focus on American-made goods. I support the focus on incentivizing businesses to make right here in the United States. That eases these supply chain issues. We don't have to wait for something to come in from China or Taiwan or pick your foreign nation that we rely on goods from. There are some good things. There were also some good things under Trump. I'm not going to point a finger at a specific political party in this. All of us are supposed to be working together and doing the best by the people instead of focusing so much on maintaining power and maintaining our elected official position that we will only support something from one party or another. But the best legislation we've ever had in this country has been bipartisan legislation that we don't have to worry about every four years whether it was going to be undone. All right, well, let me stop you there. What about the idea of inflation being uh, fueled by ridiculous government spending, just trillions and trillions of dollars of, uh, you know, deficit spending? Uh, your view on that, if you're in Washington, D.C., you'll be asked to add to the big deficit to continue to spend money that our great-great-grandchildren don't even have. Here's the interesting fact most people haven't realized about the Inflation Reduction Act. That is actually, according to the... Uh, CBO, the Congressional Budget Office, to decrease the deficit by $90 billion. The IRS spending to hire more agents, that is expected to bring in, I believe it's $190.4 billion, to their $180 or $190.4 billion in revenue. We need to decrease the deficit. When we decrease the deficit, it gives the country more money. Um, there's more investment in small business, more investment in business in general. Um, we are we have more funds available for the private sector. So I'm not a big spender. I'm a single mom. I, you know, I'm literally one of the working poor. I make thirty-seven thousand a year, so I'm just above the poverty line. Um, I'm really frugal. And I know that I can apply common sense to spending money just like I apply common sense to paying my damn bills. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question. The border has certainly been a big issue around here, and as well as abortion. Um, you know, those are two well, touchstone issues, I guess, in this campaign, one way or the other. Where do you stand on them? So I will start with um, immigration and the border concerns. I agree that our borders are not secure enough. I don't support a wall because walls don't keep people out. They will either climb them or tunnel under them. It, it's not a it's not a solution. It might be a deterrent for some, but it's not a solution, and the cost doesn't support the benefit. There are still too many ways around it. Um, 
but we do need to do something about illegal immigration. One question that I've had, and I've had this question for years, why do we make immigrants coming to claim political asylum come and, and set foot on American soil in order to claim asylum? Why can we not change those laws and allow these people to combine with the refugee status and go to the nearest United States embassy to claim asylum? Our embassies in other countries, they are the experts in what's actually going on in these foreign countries. They can properly vet the, the immigrants who are seeking asylum, who are seeking refugee status. Our system in this country is overloaded. We don't have enough judges. We don't have enough attorneys. We don't have enough border agents. We don't have enough ICE agents. It's a huge mess, and there are multiple solutions that no one's talking about. Perhaps we should increase the, the limit on the legal immigrants, legal immigrants we allow in the country. That may be one solution, but if immigrants in Guatemala can go to an embassy and claim asylum or seek asylum, that would stop the caravans, I believe they were called, of illegal immigrants coming to our border. Would that not help? Okay, are you going to take a stand in Washington and stop the stop uh, spending money by the trillions? No more stimulus packages, no more spending, you know, tons of money that we don't have. I would have to take that on a case by case basis. When we pass legislation, we only look at the immediate impact. Nobody's paying attention to what this is going to do 5 or 10 years down the road. Yeah, we have the CBO running their reports telling us what will happen in five or ten years down the road. But no one's paying attention. No one's looking at what is the fallout here. Same with um, back in the 90s with the TANF. Um, great, it's a five-year cycle, but no one looked at the loopholes. And when the loopholes started presenting themselves, no one bothered to do the work to fix them, to close them. And this is all legislation across the board. We don't put anything into enforcement. We don't put anything into paying attention to where the loopholes are, how the system is being scammed, and fixing it. It's simple. Fix it. It's your job. All right. As far as as spending, no, I'm not going to be a huge spender. I've I've already said that. But it's going to be a case-by-case basis. What is the benefit? Does it benefit the most? What are the long-term repercussions? What is the, the give back to the people on Main Street? Is this something that's going to mean we can afford that gallon of gas? We can afford to actually get to work to pay the bills? Those right. are, are the questions I'm going to be asking. How is it going to benefit the people here? As far as the abortion issue, the Supreme Court to me is to ensure a baseline level of rights for every citizen in this country. For them to overturn Roe and send it back to the states means that every woman in this country has a different level of basic rights. Their level of the right to privacy, to bodily autonomy, to accessing health care, accessing reproductive health care. There are 50 different variations. And now coming under attack with all of these extreme, complete, total abortion bans, 
there's legislation being proposed to block access to contraceptives. Is this really about pro-life or is this about pro-birth and wanting to increase our population? Because we have been declining. Too many questions. I support everyone's personal right to make their own choices. But I also believe that we should all be guaranteed the same basic level of rights in every state. And the states can't, between themselves, say, oh, well, this group of people doesn't have that right and this group of people doesn't have this right. Well, that's that always been the way they... <laughs> and as a gun owner, myself, that makes me worry that are they then going to start coming for other things that I have the right to, like my guns? Um, freedom of speech. Am I going to be shut down for speaking out? I don't listen to people telling me what to do. I'm a very independent thinker, and I kind of call out the BS um, on a regular basis. It's part of my personality. I'm registered as a Democrat, but I'm not a mouthpiece. All right, we got you. Thank you so much. You have a, a, a moment left. Anything to add? Anything information about your campaign? Anything else you'd like to tell our audience? Um, you can find information about my campaign at Waldman the number four PA dot com. I have twenty seven thousand miles on my own personal vehicle, just campaign travel alone. I want to do the job. I'm a public servant, and we need to stop electing corporate politicians who are taking money from pharmaceutical companies, taking money from the oil producers, taking money from lobbyists and special interest PACs. We need to clean this up, and by continuing to elect the corporate politicians, we're just funneling more sewage into the swamp. We're not cleaning anything up, and we're never going to get ahead. And if we keep pointing fingers at each other and saying, oh, the Democrats are to blame, the Republicans are to blame... We're never going to get out of this hole. We're going to end up losing our democracy because we can't even have a conversation with our neighbors anymore. Okay. Thank I you really very am much. focused on just doing the work of the people. Thank you very much. Appreciate your yeah. time. Yeah, thanks for calling in today, Amanda. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for running and giving folks a choice. Much appreciated. Thank you again. Take care. Thank you. Thanks mm -hmm. for having me on. You bet. That is Amanda Waldman, Democratic candidate for U.S. Congress in the 9th District. Uh, 27,000 miles on the vehicle. Crisscrossing a very big district. So good. Uh, congrats to her, at least for that, that endeavor. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Got some emails and uh, texts and uh, something funny over there? No, no. I'm just listening to you exude what? Uh, positivity in life? Well, I think people who run for office are good. I don't care if you're a Republican or Democrat. I want people to step up. I wanted somebody to run for mayor the other year in, in Shemokin Dam, and no one would, and they, they got you going. <laughs> right. So look what happens. Yeah, we need choices, folks. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Uh, laughingly speaking, we will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing they can explain it in english what the problem is there's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area that's sunbury motors where you get selection knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget and more important that friend you can trust welcome to sunbury motors kia ford and hyundai 
You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. <laughs> All right. Welcome aboard, everybody. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Top Show on the mark. If you'd like to comment on our previous guest, 9th District U.S. Congressional Candidate Amanda Waldman from Lycoming County. Democrat. Hoping to unseat uh, U.S. Congressman Dan Muser. Republican. Uh, Congressman Muser may call in again. He's done his appearances on this show, but uh, he may just call in. Of course, he and she and everybody can just call in any time they wish to for a few minutes and talk about either uh, the issue that we're discussing or any anything they want to get out to folks. All right. We do have some texts and emails appending, so I would start on the right since that relates to Amanda, and then we'll go back right. in time. Let's see. If she would win and the Democrats would regain control or retain control of Congress, would she vote to keep Pelosi as Speaker? Well, we didn't get to that one. Uh, her answers were rather long in, with respect to some of the questions we asked her, so we didn't have a chance to get in as many questions as we might otherwise have, had the answers been more pithy. Okay. Okay. Uh, no P-I-T-H. <laughs> <laughs> and if Biden would get off the throat of the oil industry, they would produce more oil here. Yeah, you want that Keystone Pipeline. That's right. Get <laughs> that fired up, baby. We're oh, going to have brother. well, we're going to be a wash in oil. Oh, You're going to have oil brother. coming out your ears. Well, right. Well, actually, you know, if you increase production significantly, and uh, of course we continue to conserve. You know, we're using less and less in general anyway, and we're generating more of our own just because of fracking. We'd probably be in pretty good shape. I don't think that we need the Keystone XL. It doesn't help us. It helps other people, but in any Anything event. that adds to the world's oil supply oh, helps the, all the of global us. bathtub. I got you. Well, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Democrats shut down business. Why should we elect more? They have not apologized for the destruction of the economy. And uh, she's not a finger pointer, yet she points her <laughs> finger at Trump. I know she's that. a no. <laughs> right. Well, she, she she said in one sentence she doesn't want to support uh, all all the greedy, dishonest people well, down there. But fairness, I don't want to. I don't want to point fingers. She did say there were some good things in the Trump administration. Yeah. She didn't elaborate, but she did say there were. Well, some good she's things. a common sense candidate. I think she'd be a moderate Democrat. A common sense candidate. Right. I'm a common sense. Well, you know, Isn't Dan Muser a common sense candidate? He's pretty mega. I'd say he's pretty much common sense. You like him. Okay, well, you like him, but you're, you're more conservative than me. I, I see him as, uh, he has a few moderate standpoints, but sometimes he just really just loves this hard wing, or hard right wing, uh, Dems are terrible, rotten liars, scum of the earth, pizza pizza eaters. I have and never heard him say that on the air here. It's a de facto, it's what my ears hear. Well, your ears are clogged well, with beans. But, but he <laughs> likes to participate in the name calling and finger pointing down there. So, uh, you know, he's a good congressman. Don't hey. get me wrong. Plus, he's available. So he will call in and espouse his conservative views 24-7 up here if he wants to. He's got an open mic anytime. Well, we, we offer love that to same hear. open mic to Fred Keller and to G.T. <laughs> Thompson and anybody else who wants well, to call in. Fred Keller has folded his arms and gone harumph to you. He's Apparently, not talking Glenn to you. Thompson has too. <laughs> yeah, you're off. Well, yeah, he poisoned Fred Thompson. Uh, Glenn Thompson. Glenn Thompson, so that's too bad. 
But, you know, both of them. Well, first of all, Glenn Thompson probably doesn't need to campaign. I mean, the people in that district would no, elect No, he the, does not need They us. would elect the elephant. Right. He would. He's made that abundantly clear. The last thing he needs is people in this part of his district. Right. He proved that when hit with his opposition to the Susquehanna Valley Thruway project. Right. And let's see here. Oh, we have a caller. Do you want to take yeah, that? Well, we one of our listeners says, a Democratic congressional candidate. That's a big no. The Democrats need to be removed from power, not given more power. Well, I would probably agree with that one. Uh, thank you. you. Would? That's surprising. Well, yeah. I, you know, this is we're not getting anything done. I mean, at some point, you know, what do they say? What's the... Uh, very definition of insanity. Elect Democrats same or Republicans. And hoping for a different result. Right. Elect Democrats or Republicans <laughs> and hoping we get good government. Go ahead, sir. Uh, you're right, Mark. Can't elect more Democrats. They're, they have, they're destroying the country well, every day. Yeah, it's like a bipartisan quest to, to run <laughs> us into the ground. Well, it, seem, it, seem, it seems to be more left-leaning than, than right right now, but uh, we'll, we'll go with that, Mark. Maybe because he's uh, a, they have a Democratic president, it just seems that way. I think I think it's bipartisan garbage in, in Washington. That's what we got, and so we're, it's our own dumb uh, fault, though. Yeah, you'll have to stay tuned. One of our emailers calls you out, and we'll get back to that. We don't have time to read it now, but... Oh, come on. Tell me. What, what, what did I say? Well, E.B. says, uh, a lot of your callers, especially fake news Stan, need to apologize today for the things they said about the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband on Monday's show. She, really? No, yeah. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, because there's more coming out. Like, the cops showed up. Somebody left them in the house. The cops left the, left the cops in the house. That's the way the report is written. Who left them in? Who was the third person in the house? Because when they got in the house, both the attacker and Pelosi were struggling for the same hammer. That's what is being reported on the news. So who who else was in the house? Why hasn't that been name been released yet? Why hasn't the police footage, the body cams, been released yet? Why hasn't security cams been released yet? Dan, Too many questions. To, you have to call back. Do you want to hold on or call back? Uh, either one. All right, have a good one. All right, I'll take that as a callback. All right, we're going to open up the phone lines at 9.06. We'll take all comers, including Stan, can finish his thoughts on that. We'd love to hear from you during the 9 a.m. hour. We've got open phones. We'll do some news headlines, and uh, we'll continue. And on the mark, this is WKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. Good morning, everyone. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Have you said less yes to Lynn Zess yet? Do you want more frequent and complete bowel movements? What a wonderful commercial. What it brightens my whole day to hear something like that on the air. <laughs> yes, I'm certainly hoping for more frequent and complete oh, bowel movements. Gosh. Joe wants to open a new radio station. WBM is on the radio. We're number two in the market. That's right. There. All right, 1-800-795. We're more frequent and complete. <laughs> 
<laughs> Rob just left the room. He doesn't want to be a part of this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at onthemarketwk.com. You can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We do have some text, so we'll read those as time goes on. We had Amanda Waldman on the show earlier this morning. Uh, she is a U.S. congressional candidate, a Democrat in the 9th District, and uh, talked about her view as it relates to abortion and uh, gun laws. Doesn't seem to uh, uh, favor any additional gun laws and seems to be a pro-life individual. And uh, even though experts say the court should have never taken up Roe v. Wade, she says the U.S. should have some sort of a protection for all women all right. She also said that what happens is if you leave it up to states, every every woman has a different set of rights and responsibilities in their well, state. It's the but same way everything else runs in this country. That's exactly the there way everything laws in is. every state. Right. The different municipalities. You go into a different... Uh, yeah, the speed limits are different on different roads, too. In different municipalities, right. When you hit the township, it's 65 well, you need a, all you the need a speed limit. 55 everywhere, right? What do you say? Well, yeah, you already used that. 55 in, in school zones. Some of the side streets around here. That's the dangerous part, but uh, that's another topic. All right, 1-800-795-9565. What's her, your view on her topics? Affirmative action came up at the U.S. Supreme Court yesterday. Uh, the court seems poised to overturn uh, the affirmative action laws that are still being applied by universities and still exist in the U.S. What's your view on that? That's a very bad idea to get rid of a affirmative action. We still have a lot we can accomplish in that regard, so maybe you have a different view on that. I do. Uh, I know you do. <laughs> you hate using anything as a no, determining it, factor other time, than pure talent and intellect. It's time has expired. We have laws in place now that make it illegal to oh, discriminate. Oh, here we go. Yeah, we do. Laws. All right. Yeah, tell somebody who's been discriminated against. Oh, actually, we have a law against how that. Many, how many I times feel... do you hear people in colleges, they, they're discriminating the other way now. They're stopping Asian students from being admitted be, in favor of other other uh, what um, races simply because they do so well at math and science. Well, that is a good argument, and I think that's what the justices hung their hat on yesterday was this idea that, okay, so discriminating on the basis of race is bad. So what you're doing is, in order to solve it, you're discriminating on, on the basis, basis of, of race. race. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, I think the... It's uh, about time we recognize that some Pope, what I don't want to be called an ableist, I hate that word, mm-hmm. but some people are more able to achieve success educationally than others. Right. We cannot level the playing field to the extent that everybody gets a participation A. Right. If you happen to be a white milk toast intellectual, good for you, you're in, and that's the way it's got to stay. Well, that's not the way it is at all. Actually, you oh. could probably make an argument that if you're a black Ed, uh, educated milk toast, as you describe white people, mm-hmm. you're in right now. If you're pretty intellectual, sure. I mean, if, if they're making decisions based on race at admissions to college, isn't that inherently wrong? Isn't that what we tried to fight against? That's the affirmative. When it was white people stopping black people from getting into college, we objected. Well, that's the affirmative action discussion that we can have if we're not already. We still have some <laughs> emails related to the yes, many, many we lies to, we told to have by our us. listeners yesterday. We promised Stan we'd read the uh, calling out. Well, then I will postpone headlines. Uh, read E.B.'s letter. All right. Uh, a lot of your callers, especially fake news stand, need to apologize today for the things they said about the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband on Monday's show. The Department of Justice filing was released, and it obliterates all the abhorrent claims he and the others made. The culprit stated that he was targeting Nancy because he believed she was, quote, the leader of the pack of lies told by the Democratic Party. He intended to break her kneecap 
collapsed so that she would not or would have to be brought into Congress in a wheelchair, sending a message to other Democrats that there were consequences to actions. So it was not a ploy by the Democrats a week before the election, as they pitifully tried to claim. E.B., you missed a few facts there, like he was going to question her, and if she told the truth, he was going to let her go, but if she lied, he was going to break her kneecaps. There's a, a distinction there. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah, you don't want to break someone's <laughs> kneecaps unnecessarily, no, Joe. No, they, they have to be lying to Particularly you to because of your political views. Excellent point. And here's a guy who, let's face it, the Speaker of the House's whereabouts are pretty well known at any given time. <laughs> well, yeah, he missed the boat on that. It's and as, as Stan said, who opened the door. The report also says the culprit and Paul Pelosi did not know each other in advance, putting an end to the imbecilic claim that the attack was a sex meeting gone wrong. The assailant was also not in his underwear, and there was one hammer, not two. Mm-hmm. Again, another fact incorrect, E.B., There was he had a hammer in the car. Well, he had one in his backpack. Right. And one in his hand. But E.B. doesn't care about that. All right. I hope Fake News Stan and your other callers will call in again today to acknowledge their errors and apologize to <laughs> on-the-mark listeners who value truth and facts. Well, E.B., you just missed several right there. Their lies and conjecture are a big part of the problem in America these days. Actually, on both sides, it's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Another listener says, as I listened on Monday to several regular callers going on and on about the Pelosi attack and their theory about underwear, gay bars, and no police report, I went online and read their story almost verbatim from several conservative websites. And then, as Paul Harvey would say, here's the rest of the story. No sense in repeating the admission of guilt by David DePepe. Sadly, for some of your callers, the real story is not the story that was posted on sites that they used to get their facts. Oh, one more thing. I don't believe everything I read or hear on liberal sites either, says Dick. Smart move. All right, Stan, what's your view Finish on up. this conversation? Uh, he gave me a good chuckle there. Well, as I said yesterday, I said I saw it online, and as we know, all stuff online should be taken with a grain of salt. That's what I said. So, Mr. Miss EB needs to re-listen to what I said. Right, but I, I didn't don't say think it was 100% you... true. I said that's what is online. Now, we do know that the left-wing media tried to paint this as some radical Republican MAGA blah 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 attacker. Well, it comes to find out that guy's a convicted pedophile. That's in his uh, criminal record. He's a freaking whack job leftist. So I don't know why he was going after Pelosi or wanted to go after Pelosi. I, I think because he's a nut job. There's probably one reason. And we have them on both sides. No question about it. You left out the fact that he's here illegally. Well, that, well yeah, you're right. You're right, Joe. I did forget that. He is here <laughs> illegally, overstayed his visa from Canada. But being California is a sanctuary state, and they won't call allow ICE to deport these type of people, that there leads to a whole other question. But I don't assume that uh, the, uh, the Biden administration ICE crew would have deported him anyways. Probably not. So, but I want EB to tell me why there hasn't been body cam footage from the cops released, why there hasn't been security cam footage from the house released, because they have cameras, and why the security system was off. They say the door was broken in, but there's glass on both sides of the door, is what the, 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 the news reports are. So and then my other question is, why is the FBI involved, other than it was Pelosi's house? They're going to charge him federally, I 
heard a report that just came off of Fox. They're going to charge goal, him federally. Because his stated goal was to disrupt government or to change her view through, you know, through coercion. And that's a federal offense. Uh, but they're charging him with kidnapping. Well, I guess that's what they call it when you hold somebody well, against your will. Well, my my <laughs> understanding of kidnapping the feds is if a kidnapper crosses state lines with their victim, then the feds get involved, unless the locals invite them in to a local situation. Gotcha. My understanding. I could be wrong about that. Well, you have to but, read yeah, the that's law. what they're charging. Elder abuse. I like the elder abuse one. Uh, I think maybe they should charge Paul with elder abuse for allowing his wife to run for office, but they all should maybe should uh, go after... Uh, uh, Dr. Dr. Jill Biden for allowing her husband to go run for office because that's severe elder abuse for a dementia-riddled person to run for office. <laughs> and next, we'll talk about Fetterman's wife, too, there, because he's got some severe problems there now, too. And always remember that Fetterman was involved with the administration that had elderly killed in nursing homes. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Allowed to die of COVID in nursing homes because they were forced in the nursing homes. That was a whole other thing I wanted to bring up, but we don't have time. So, But everybody should read the Atlantic article by Emily Oster about declaring a pandemic and amnesty period because the people that were forcing people into lockdowns and, and, and threatening people that because they didn't want to wear masks and blah, 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 that there should be an amnesty. We, should need, we need to forgive those people. Well, you should have heard. They didn't have all the information. You should have heard uh, Morning Joe this morning. He wasn't there, but uh, his bobble-headed blonde assistant was uh, (laughs) talking about a horrible joke made by a Republican candidate for governor in Arizona. And she said, and then they played it, and they were outraged by it. And all she said was, you know, uh, there's when the Speaker of the House is there, there is security, not so much so when she isn't. And people laughed at that. Well, it was the truth. The security apparently was somewhat lacking when she's not there. So, but, you know, they're making this sound like a horrible, just an ill-conceived and horrible joke that no one in their right mind would chuckle at. I mean, come on. It's the point. It's a valid point. Except Stan. All right. Thank you, you, sir. You know, I'd laugh at it. You know, I wish we had more Carrie Lakes running for governor, especially in this state. Just putting that out there. All right. She's a good candidate. She needs to win. Whether she will or not depends on how they run the elections out there, considering her opponent is running the elections. That kind of seems like a conflict of interest to me. Well, there's some Republican states where they're running it, too, so that would be a conflict of interest, too. Yeah, you're right, and that should be if, no, the candidate for governor, the Democrat candidate for governor in Arizona is the Secretary of State. She's running her own election as far as the way the votes are counted. If it's happening in Republican controlled states where Republican uh, Secretary of State's running for a higher office than what he has, that should be against the rules, too. It should go both ways. The person that is in control of election should not be running for election for a higher office. Plain and simple. All right. Okay, we got you. Thank enough. you so much, Thank sir. You, Thanks for calling That's in. Fair. Take care. <laughs> All right. 1-800. Listen, don't just look up lies on the Internet and call them into the show. That does not help anybody if you just call in with fake news all morning long. So, well, what was fake about what Stan said? 
everything yesterday about the underwear and, and no, he was and just quoting stuff. stories that were published. Right, that's fine. Anything can be published anywhere. You don't do anybody a favor if you call in and say, "Oh, hey, guess what? I don't know where if it's true or not, but Joe McGranahan is is really a pedophile well, with a pizza and, oven in his basement. I don't and, know if it's true or not." Stop and think for a in minute. In what way are we enhanced by that? Well, in no way are we diminished by it. Okay. Speculation. I mean, reports. If that, that is how oh. we work in a republic, we are free to discuss and bring up ideas and okay. things that people have reported. Right. And here's the nice thing, Mark. If they're lies, they're eventually found out, if you aren't wanna, they? All right, folks. And what does that do us. to the person who espoused those lies? Please call it in and make something their integrity. up. On, on the mark today, do not let truth get involved in this show. It will only drag oh, us down. Oh, yeah, yeah. 1-800-795-9565. Yeah. we got headlines in three minutes. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Joe and I solved all known diseases and fed the poor during the off time, but unfortunately, it's all lost to the ether. Yeah, we forgot what we said. (laughs) All right, start at the top. Aren't you going to do the headlines? Oh, juice. Maybe. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. NorthCentralPA.com reporting that following an injury of a resident at Sealance Grove Center, two former employees are charged with mishandling her care and falsifying records. Stacy Nurhood of Richfield and Bradley Molyneux of Northumberland were recently charged with endangering the welfare of a dependent and tampering with records. The incident happened April 25th. One of the workers was supposed to have help to move a resident there, did not have help, but later both participated in covering up the fact that only one moved the resident. The injured uh, individual has undergone several surgeries. You can read more about that at WKOK.com. It's a big economic development issue in the central Susquehanna Valley, the lack of available affordable daycare all over the, the valley here that if they don't have staff, if they don't have workers because they're staying home with their children because there is no child care or nobody to watch their kids, it is. It's a huge economic impact on the whole valley. And that's Doug Bernazetti, the head of the Summit Early Learning. He says they are down hundreds of kids because they don't have the staff to care for them. The United States Supreme Court has decided not to hear a case involving the drawing of Pennsylvania State House and Senate districts. Earlier this year, Pennsylvania 
Pennsylvania House Majority Leader Kerry Benninghoff challenged the maps drawn after the 2020 census, claiming the process violated the state constitution. Pennsylvania State, uh, the uh, state Supreme Court disagreed with Benninghoff, and Monday the U.S. Supreme Court denied the petition filed by Benninghoff. A bill awaiting Governor Tom Wolf's signature would make it easier to crack down on motorists who failed to pay Pennsylvania turnpike tolls. The bill would narrow the criteria for action to be taken when tolls continue to be unpaid. It would allow for a vehicle registration suspension if unpaid tolls reach $250, down from the current 500 It would also lower the number of unpaid toll-by-plate invoices or violations from 6 to 4 and extend the statute of limitations from 3 to 5 years. A recent audit shows $104 million in unpaid tolls for the last two fiscal years. I'm David Payne, News Radio 1070 WKOK. And finally, if Joe, if you think you're too good to give out trick-or-treating ha- candy on Halloween, think again. The president and first lady did it yesterday. The Bidens welcomed trick-or-treaters on the south lawn of the White House. Uh, Jill was dressed as a fairy, while Joe said he didn't have time to get a costume. <laughs> he went as a demented old pervert. No, just kidding. <laughs> the White House... Hey, you're allowed I'd to... I said that. Somebody had written in and said, wow, that's horrible. The... Uh, well, we're allowed to make things up now. I, I, I actually, I read that online. I read it Did online. Okay. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> but anyway, the White House welcomed characters from several PBS kids shows, Darth Vader and Stormtroopers from Star Wars, at uh, the White House yesterday. Oh, I got a uh, Bob, you're going to go in one second. But one of the smartest men in the world sent us a, a text which says, How can Republicans claim conservative when they all, all they want is to destroy our environment? All right, so we got that out of the way. Bob, go right ahead. Hey, uh, Amanda Walden, she, had, she was spot on this morning. She's got, she knows the truth. On my stand, who needs to go pound his head in the sand? Jeez. <laughs> oh, we're, we're just in a wonderful mood today. Well, you feel free to make something up about Republicans if you wish to. That's the new thing. Well, as far as when it comes to Oz and Fetterman, you know, people that are going to vote need to choose someone that they can count on instead of trusting someone without a track record. Okay. And when it comes to Biden and the uh, inflation everybody's complaining about, well, I'll tell you what, he's done an excellent job. Oh, bro. Speaking of heads in sand, brother, that's an amazing an, statement. Our inflation rate is only 8.2%, Joe. Do you only know what it is in Lithuania? What was it before? What was it before? Do you before? know what it is in Russia? What was 14%. it? 14%. What you're not going to answer me. 11%. What you're not going to answer me. What you're not going to answer me is what was it before Biden took office? Well... Oh, yeah, well, right. It was low. It was non-existent. And why was that? Because, because, we Donald, Trump, because Donald Trump was running everything the country correctly. Everything was shut correctly. down. And who was responsible for shutting everything down? Uh, COVID? <laughs> no. Democrats. The world. The world shut down, not just the United States. You can't just blame everything on the United States. But there were the people in there. The world shut down, Joe. No, Nobody they didn't. knew how to control that pandemic. Florida didn't shut Nobody down. Nobody knew what was going to happen. Everybody was going by what happened back in the 1920s when it happened back then. It was 1917. Florida didn't shut down, Bob. And, they, and well, everyone was saying Ron DeSantis is killing, he's killing people. Oh, it's horrible, he's killing people. And yet they are far ahead of us now in math and reading for the young kids. They didn't have any more deaths in any other state. You know, so all we got was a but shutdown. You can't, well... 
You can't blame Democrats for it. Why not? Who was in charge when it, when it happened? Who shut the country down? Donald Trump. He was a Republican, as far as I know. But everybody Originally, said... he was a Democrat. But all the people were saying then, the Democrats were saying he didn't do enough. He shut it down, but they said he didn't do enough. Okay, but how much did Trump shut down? It seemed to me states were not really everything. Doing that. Trump was trying to keep things open, and the Democrats were howling. This is awful. He's going to kill people. Uh, we had callers in this show. You may have been among them, saying all these deaths are on Trump's head. Well, yeah, he did. The first four hundred fifty thousand people, Americans that died, were on him because he says just going to go away. You know, it's it's no big deal. It's just like the common cold. Well, it's not just like the common cold. And yet, who, who developed who I developed the vaccines? Like the who pushed for the vaccines to be built or to be made? It was Donald Trump. He uh, started Operation Warp one. Speed. You heard of Operation Warp Speed? That was his plan to get these drug manufacturers to produce something quickly that would try and cut it out, and he did it. Give him credit well, where credit's due. He didn't do. believe it. He didn't believe it. He took it. Well, That's yeah, he, more than some other people he, did. So the he, Democrats were saying, oh, this was horrible. I wouldn't take anything well, he yeah. developed. He did two things at the yeah, same he time. One, because, he was uh, putting a, he, uh, he was working on the vaccine while he, of course, he didn't believe in the pandemic, but he was working on the vaccine. So at least for folks who did believe in it, it would be available. Right. But at the same time, he was responding very slowly nationally and personally, almost died from it uh, to the pandemic itself. But that turns out to have been the right thing to do. Go ahead. To not Bob. rush headlong into shutting everything oh, down. Oh, and guess what? I went out yesterday. It was Halloween, too. I dressed it. I had my hunting suit on. Guess who I was? Elmer Fudd. I had Fudd. a laptop with me. Elmer Fudd. <laughs> oh, uh, Schultz. Uh, no. I was Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. oh, brother. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> good for you. you have, anything, have anything good on the laptop there, Bob? <laughs> I erased it all. Oh, did you? Smart move, buddy. <laughs> Smart move. But he put, all right. Thank, thank you. you all. Nice, Bob. Call again. But he Take put, care. He put the hard drive in a, a local <laughs> secondhand shop for some strange reason. He took it to some repairman. Oh, my gosh. All right. 1-800-795-9565. We would just love to hear from you. Upper right-hand corner, Joe. You all right. To- if she's for free speech, where she stand on government collusion with big tech to suppress citizens' First Amendment rights? I assume this is speaking of our political Amanda. candidate. And then abortion is murder. No one has the right to murder another human being. Another writer says she is spot on. Thanks. I wonder what about. EB says, ask fake news Stan where he buys all that right-wing Kool-Aid he drinks. And then this is goes back to our uh, guest again. She doesn't want to build walls, but she says it's too expensive. What's her feeling on spending billions in the Ukraine? Well, we didn't ask her that question. And no wall on election, uh, no wall, no election to Congress. She's an open borders candidate. She's a no. That's from Stan. Right. That's his shtick. She is a no. Capital N-O. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Stan. All right. We have a caller. Harry. Oh. You're on the mark, Harry. Hey, good morning, guys. I was uh, kind of rushing around there, and I and I only I didn't hear completely everything from the previous caller. But did I understand him to say that the uh, inflation was only eight percent? Is that what I? Yes, he was making that sound beneficial. He was citing other countries where it's higher than that. Right. Right. Is there a possibility that uh, we can uh, intervene and get him to put down the crack pipe before he hurts himself or anybody (laughs) else? No, you're allowed to call in and say whatever you want anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm trying to be nice, but hearing that call just kind of ruined it for me. 
there is no possible way that anybody can extol the virtues of a policy or policies, at least in my opinion, anyhow and again, it is an opinion show, so maybe I'm the one who's offline. But when inflation is at a 40-year high, when gasoline is double what it was, almost double what it was uh, four years ago, hell, two years ago, when there is less earning uh, buying power for what you earn, even though many people are earning more than they have, and we extol the virtues of people going back to work. Well, the only way they're going back to work is had nothing to do with any policies. It had to do with the fact that ill-conceived pandemic rules made everybody lose their job. In what parallel universe could anybody get a pat on the back for what's happening to this country's economy? I need help because I can't figure any possible thing that's been done in the last two years that could, and not even quite two years. Let's let's be honest about that, which should scare the bejesus out of everybody too. I mean, how much worse can this get? Unemployment's low, <laughs> but I can't get anybody <laughs> Again, to work. That's because <laughs> the pandemic uh, restrictions ended. I mean, it's just I am I am shocked that anybody who could find virtue in anything that's being done right now is able to walk along in public and not be a menace to themselves or society. I'm absolutely shocked. And if that's mean-spirited, I'll live with it, and there's no slip marks on my wrist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I I think that everybody is certainly entitled to their opinion, but they always say, but they're not entitled to their own facts. I love that. I forget who said that exactly. (laughs) But, I mean, let's face it, what Bob ignores is that inflation was much lower when Donald Trump was in office. Gas prices were much lower when Donald Trump was in office. Joe Biden took credit when the prices came down a little few cents after he, uh, what, cut or started cutting loose some of our strategic oil reserve. Then when the prices started going back up again, as they did this week, he had nothing to do with that. That's greedy oil company people. But I, 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 it just boggles the mind to me too. What, what's important here is you can't just compare it to when Trump was was the president. This is the highest inflation has been in forty years. So there's been a number of presidents who have done a better job at keeping things running smoother, if not smoothly. So to be able to to pat this uh, doddering fool on the back justifies description. <laughs> it's just my description to me. Right. I mean, you can go back to any number of people over the last, like I say, in 40 years, this is the highest it's been. There's no defense for any of these policies. Well, and you see people saying now that we applied higher interest rates too late, that things were already out of control by the time we put the brakes on. So, uh, Yeah, because um, there's no, and, and not in all fairness to Biden, which is not easy for me to do, um, I, I think that we have become, our politicians and our political system has become so uh, reactive that nobody's ever proactive. So I don't know that he's the only one who would have been late on that. But, but yeah, he was way late on that. 
All right. Hey, hey. All right. We got you, sir. Thank you so Thank much you. for calling All right. in. All right. All right. We got another caller coming in, so yeah. this would be the great time to take a quickie break. Well, but incidentally, we should okay. mention this before we go on. I intended to mention it, and one of our writers does mention it. Please tell E.B. and Eric to have a seat prior to reading this email. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette endorsed Dr. Oz what? and not St. Fetterman. Yes. What? A left-wing wing liberal newspaper endorsed Dr. Oz, pointing out that uh, Fetterman's refusal to release his medical records is, is that a mark of, of lack of trust in the people of the of the Commonwealth, and they believe that every candidate should release their medical records. Well, they, to clarify, not that he wouldn't release the medical records, he wouldn't, but he wouldn't them. say why. They wanted to know why he changed his view on fracking, and they want to know why he won't release his medical records. Now, I get it's private and you don't have to. That's a perfectly good reason. Well, blurt that out into the microphone, then, if, if that's the reason. Just say it. All he'll say is that, I've released the letter. And then if you ask him, why won't you release more, he says, I've released the letter. Well, that's not an I'm answer. I'm for fracking, and uh, right, I stand with fracking, and, right. and so that's uh, I'm for fracking. If, and if you've changed your mind on fracking, didn't Oz change his mind, too? So it's yes, just, it's, somewhere. And, but the key is, you got to tell people why your views change, and I think they'd appreciate that. But well, that's just very me. interesting. The Pittsburgh Post Gazette endorsed Dr. Oz. Or you can look it up online and bring a lie to our show. Either way, we're good to go. <laughs> All right, let me uh, tell folks what's happening here. It's on Why the don't mark. You do that? The WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. I'm going to talk a lot more about them in one split second, but I want to tell you you can call us now, 1 800 795 9565. Information does not have to be factual, just attribute it to the web, and that would be satisfactory for us. You can email us at on the mark at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. On the Mark, very proudly sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family owned dealership since 1915, over a century of super-serving customers, and Joe's been around there for the majority of those years and has been a Sunbury Motor Company a customer on more than one occasion, probably about a dozen times. I mean, his cars wear out because he goes so fast all the time. But now another opportunity exists for Joe, and that's to work there. They're looking for entry-level and experienced individuals to work there, whether it's a career change or your first job. They'd love to hear from you at the Sunbury Motor Company. They, like many companies, are having trouble finding a sufficient number of individuals to work. They have for sale what's called the Kia K5. Uh, It's a small vehicle, very sporty, less than $30,000, 1.6-liter turbocharged engine. So you can spin the front tires with that kind of motor, and they would just love to do business with you. About 30 miles to the gallon on average. Joe could probably get it up to 30 on the highway, and very highly rated by Consumer Reports. So that's a Kia available at the Sunbury Motor Company. They got all kinds of great vehicles there, and pick them up trucks and uh, smaller SUVs, you name it. All right, we got a caller standing by. SunburyMotors.com. Go ahead, upper right hand corner. Jim. I think Doug uh, mistyped here, but it's funny. It says, "Hey, B, maybe we'll consider apologizing about the Pepsi story." No, I think she meant Pelosi story. <laughs> when you decide to apologize about Trump colluding with Russia for shutting down everything, and that the vaccines are safe and effective, that January sixth was an insurrection when it clearly wasn't. That the 2020 election was the most secure election ever. I could go on and on and on. Forgive us for questioning everything about the Pelosi story when it happens a week before the midterms and there still isn't any video footage from the House. The story still doesn't add up, and I'm sorry, but just because the mainstream media reports something sure doesn't mean that their information is correct. Right. 
And then, of course, in the tasteless department, Donald Jr. posted a photograph of what he said was his Halloween costume, a Paul Pelosi costume. It was a picture of a pair of underwear laying on a bed with a hammer on top of it. Okay. Now, that's pretty gross. All right. One of our listeners defends himself when I say you can call in and say anything you want as long as you read it online. He says... Come on, Mark. I put a caveat that I was what I said could be wrong, but I was working with information available. The video footage should be released. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. I guess it's okay then. Mike, thank you so much for calling in. Go right ahead. Yeah, I enjoyed listening to some of the callers. I was late getting started on the radio today. But, you know, people have the different data points for inflation, the crime rates, <laughs> the abortion rate, and all these things. And they're, they're interesting. But to me, they're just data points and part of the big picture. And I want to talk about individuals. I think there's pretty much three ways that people learn. There's people that I really admire that can read very well and understand what they're reading. I can't do that. There's the people that can listen very well. And they they gather information by listening and they're good listeners. That's not me either. And then there's another group of people that are like me. We, we don't do those two things, other things very well, but we can watch and, and see what's going on and, and put all those data points together. And in summation, I'd have to say the country's not doing very well, okay? And I don't care about the inflation rate that much. I don't care about the unemployment rate. What I care about is the country is not doing well. And what we have is a gang that's running the show, and that's the Democrats. And I'm going to call them that because... They, they can lose a couple of people here and there. You know, they can, you know, take it in the throat for the team, and, and then they go on. And they're, they're committed to their cause, and that cause is being run by leftists right now. They, when Obama said, we want to fundamentally change this country, he wasn't kidding. I mean, if, if, uh, if the Democrats get complete control, and I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to it if they do keep complete control, because I'm just wondering what they are going to try next. Because anything, what I learned is anything's possible, okay? We could get the people in the United States to almost, the majority of them, buy the story that this virus came from a wet market. Well, it did come from a wet market. It was probably spread from there mostly, but it started in that lab. And I think anybody that knows that, or anybody that thinks that is right, but anybody that talks about that, they're a nutcase in a conspiracy theory. But you don't have any you know. proof either way. No, I, I don't have any proof either way, but there is so much data, so many data points that you can look at, so much stuff that we do know. Now, listen, okay, There's the, the, the truth of the matter is, they say statistically there's a one in a million chance it came from the lab. Now, Hey, what what are your chances of winning this big lotto that everybody's talking about that I just found out? I uh, never heard that. Who who said that? Well, the the scientists that that look at the the, the virus. I mean, there's studies out on this stuff that you got to find. I don't believe that. Well, okay, and that's what I'm saying. You want to believe you want to believe that it came from the wet market, right? No, no. I I just know that you can't say either way. I mean, the preponderance of people who are ultra informed on this, and you and I are off that list (laughs) because we neither of us read. But they all say we cannot tell for sure. There's evidence in both directions. We can't tell for sure, but all of the information that we do know. 
leads to the idea that it came from the lab. Yet, anybody that says that is a conspiracy theorist. You know, and we had what was it? Fifty people that said, uh, you know, or, or you know, they, they, this, the, the regime we have down there—they get these people that have these important jobs, and they sign these letters saying it came from <laughs> the market. Okay, and everybody, okay, the government says it came from the market. You know, and and what I'm what I'm trying to say is, the country is in really really bad shape, and we have one side saying it's in bad shape, and we need to change. And we have the other side, if you, you know, turn on the view or you turn on this, you know, it, it's all white people's fault, you know, pretty much, you know, the white, white nationalists, uh, people that are uh, hunting down uh, Congress ladies or whatever, you know, but they, they don't talk about the, the, the stuff that their side's doing. Now, the whole thing is a mess, and we need some leadership that says we need to take this country in a direction. But I'm telling you, if Biden, can, you know, Biden's attacking the oil companies now, saying he's going to penalize them with the attacks. Okay, well, I, I think that if Biden came out, if they win this election and say he wanted to nationalize the uh, oil companies, I think we'd have a, a good percentage of Americans saying, "Hey, that's a good idea." Then we'll get this this oil thing straightened out, and the prices will be low. And then he would say, "Hey, I want to nationalize the uh, the food companies." And we'll keep the food prices down. And I think there'd be a big percentage of people say, yeah, Joe said that. And we're going to do that. That's right. Because we don't want these people getting rich. I have one friend I know is in it. He got into Cornell University. Okay. He can't be stupid. Okay. And, oh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> well, yeah, I know there are circumstances. Yeah, but anyway, uh, he on. ain't one of them. Moving on. Okay. So he got into Cornell a long, long time ago. So he, he, he earned his way in there. Okay. Now. He, he is castigating the oil companies for getting rich, getting rich, you know. And then, get this, one of uh, the guys that's like me, he said, hey, buddy, you need to buy this ETF, which is an exchange-traded fund that it involves in a certain select part of the oil company that really makes money when they're making money, okay? It's, 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 it's a gamble-type thing, okay? I don't understand it completely, but I, I do know that it's very risky, you can go either way, and right now he caught the good side of it, and he's up 65% in his money in a very short time, and he's bragging about that. So he's bragging about making money, yet at the same time, he's backing Joe Biden because he wants to tax the oil companies because they're making money. And this is a smart guy that got into Cornell. And it, it doesn't make sense. Nothing's making sense right common now, so sense. I don't know that it really matters who wins the election. Common sense is not that common. All right, well, thank you, sir. Mike, I'll be up in Bloomsburg today, so uh, maybe we're running oh, into really? each other. What are you going to be doing? Are you going to be looking at all our new parking lots that got paved and curbed with the uh, COVID money? Or are you going to be examining the ballparks that's uh, being funded by COVID money or the new bike path that's coming Jeez. from COVID money here before the election? Louise, or what? what are you looking uh, at? None of those. Uh, I will. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I'll be at, I think it's called the Flame Coffee Shop now. Downtown. Fog and flame. Right. Yeah. And uh, Dutch yeah. Wheelman and Caldwell Consistory. That's my itinerary. Uh, Dutch Wheelman, that's a great spa- uh, yeah. place. I got many bikes in my basement from that place. <laughs> well, get them out and ride them. All right. Thank you well, so much, Mike. Uh, unfortunately, I can't health wise. So they got to be sold. Uh, right. Hey, listen, you take care and say hi to Franz for me when you're there. Great On it. guy. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in. All right. Yeah. Fog and Flame Coffee Shop in Bloomsburg. Well, great EB place. has something here, and, uh, and she's correct. She's got a point. I'm going to give her that. She said, when you read my email, you picked apart things you felt were inaccurate. Then you read an email from 
from a listener responding to me that was full of lies, and you read it unchecked. We know for a fact that the 2020 election was not stolen. We know the COVID vaccines are scientifically safe and effective. There's plenty of video footage of MAGA thugs beating cops and rioting at the Capitol, so it clearly was an insurrection. Why are Democratic listeners necessarily or incessantly fact-checked, but any conservative looney tune can spout easily disproven nonsense and allow it to go unchecked. Excellent point across uh, the board. Is, Thank it you, is. And I should, have, I should have said that those were unproven and unbased claims. Well, and some people in January 6th are charged with sedition, which makes their effort an insurrection. Well, it was a riot. Yeah, a seditious insurrection, but they haven't been found guilty of that yet, have they? Has anybody been found guilty of seditious insurrection? Uh, not yet, I don't believe. I think that's those are the All big right. ones. Well, we still do believe in innocent until proven guilty, do we no, not? Not around here. Have I we read given online that, up? that we, grew, we, oh, we gave that up. We gave it up. I saw it online. Oh, okay. It's well, done. if you say so. All right. Well, then these people should all be hung, right? <laughs> well, that seems a little extreme, but in any event, they're just not allowed online anymore. All right. 1-800-795. Elon Musk will change that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His hellscape is. How's that going, Elon? All right. 1-800-795-9565. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, he can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome back to the KFA Live Telephone. I'll talk to you. quick quote, please. Yes, you had a quick quote. <laughs> what, what would you like? Um... I'd like. Uh, uh, there quote. you go again. There How about you go. that? That's, That's one of your quote. favorite. That ones. is one of my favorite quotes. All right, upper right hand corner. All right, Mark's. Um, I'm sorry, Rob says, Mark, you just stated that people should just call in today and spread lies and false information. Right after you made that statement, WKOK aired an ad that implied that Dr. Oz was directly responsible for increase in drug prices, promoting opioid drug use that killed many people in Pennsylvania, and also was directly involved with killing animals at oh. Columbia University. Did they stick that in? Too? Yes, they did. Oh. And, and that lie is, that is, ad is full of lies. Where is the responsibility of media in promoting half-truths and lies? Right. Yeah, we can't edit ads. You talked about no, that No, no, you can because it says on the end that it's not approved by any candidate oh, okay. candidate or campaign. Those mean, uh, th- that means the station bears some responsibility for the content. Oh, Maybe we should change it. All right. Uh, top text is, uh, as for Mr. Fetterman not releasing his medical records, uh, records right. his medical doctors records. said he was okay. Where are Trump's tax returns? Uh, his doctors didn't say anything of the sort. His primary care physician said that he was doing okay. And his primary care physician, in all honesty, contributed, what, $1,500 to his campaign? 
Okay, upper right hand. All right, Mike says EB is disqualified based on her statement about the vaccine safety. I like EB to call in on the show and explain the scientific studies that were done to approve the vaccines. <laughs> okay, and then on the topic of vaccines, upper EB right hand. EB also says Florida had. E.B. and Stan should get an award for finger, finger activity. At each right. Well, just being able to type. Finger Florida had one of the highest numbers of COVID deaths. Not sure what wacko news source you're getting information from. Facts matter. Okay. All right. And, and oh, Bob's on the line. Bob, you get a minute. Uh, as far as Amanda Walden, everything she said was right. She's a very smart person. I would vote for her if I could, but in our area, we only have like four questions on the ballot, which I'm going to go in person this year, just because I'm not going to trust the mail. Uh, Bob, I hate to tell you, but if you're in a congressional district, there's more on the ballot than just that. I mean, you would have a chance to vote for her, unless you're in the wrong district. Four races, really. Governor? Uh, I'm in Northumberland County and Smoking Township. I can vote for Fetterman. I can vote vote for Shapiro, and there's two other... Yeah, Dan Muser. Uh, well, Linda Schlegel-Calver is the only one in the one slot, yeah. and I forget what the other one is. It was in the newspaper well, yesterday. Congress. It's Congress, and it's Dan Muser or Amanda Waldman. Well, oh, okay. Well, then I can vote for her. Yeah, lucky you. You can. We're, we're, we're here for you, buddy. If you need any help We're happy help to help you help. out during these difficult <laughs> days of adjustment. <laughs> let us know. All right. Uh, the text, the top text, please. The top text says, Poor EB continuously pushes left-wing conspiracies and calls me fake news. How amusing, laughing out loud. Okay. Then, uh, my income doubled in the last year, so 8% inflation doesn't hurt most workers. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> yeah, it went from $2,000 a year to 4000 <laughs> Right. Come on, Mark. Mark, oh, I nope, put, that's, oh, that's already, already read that. Read that. Okay. Your guest says that walls don't work and the cost is prohibitive. She added they build tunnels under them. Some may tunnel under as far as they always have, but according to FAIR, the Federation of American Immigration Reform, 4.9 million illegal people have crossed into the USA since Biden took office. We'll have to finish that tomorrow. Thank you, everybody, for listening. we got open phones for 90 minutes tomorrow. Remember, the truth doesn't matter if you saw it or heard it or somebody told you. Even if somebody just told you, it doesn't have to be true. Call in. You're listening to WKOK Sunbury. Time for the Dan Patrick Show, 10 o'clock. Good morning, everyone.